Little Bobby Streisand for you. 906, fourth and final hour of today's Bernie and Sid show. Been a great show today. I mean, Janice Dean from Fox News, Peter King, Rudy Giuliani. And uh, now we have two great Italians in a row. I'm talking about how I'm going to be riding in a convertible Cadillac for the second straight year, thanks to Angelo Bibolo at the Columbus Day Parade this year. My next guest is a great Italian-American, so great he spends all his time in Italy. No kidding. Owns a soccer team, practices law in both Italy and the United States. In my opinion, and my wife's a great defense attorney, so is Arthur Idala. He's the best, and he is my friend Joseph Tacopina. Good morning, JoJo. How are you? Sydney, good morning, brother. How are you doing? Nice to have you back. You were in Italy for a long time. There is news out of Italy. Uh, me and Lydia spoke about it about 40 minutes ago. This Georgia Maloney about to uh, become the next Italian prime minister. She's to the right of Rush Limbaugh. I love this lady. She's great. I mean, she's from a party that has a lot of people I'm very close with. Savini, um, who was the prime minister, and, and there's the mayor of Ferrara, Alan Fabri. Um, they are pretty far to the right, but in, 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 a, in a way that makes sense in the time that we live in. Italy is overcome with immigrants. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible how, how socialist that country had become because they were letting immigrants come in by the boatloads and actually funding their lifestyle, buying them cell phones, where there's so many Italians who can't even get a meal. Wow. And it was just to the point where the Italian population had had it. I mean, you know, going as far right as they've gone in this election, I mean, this this is the most far-right coalition they've had since the era of Benito Mussolini. And and, and that's saying something. I mean, this is a really strong – now, and, and again, she's also, I think, very socially conscious and, and whatnot. But but the, the, the bottom line is that Italy needed somebody to clean up the mess they have there. Right. The economy is spiraling. It's not safe. And to have immigrants invade that beautiful – illegal immigrants, not right. immigrants. Right. Illegal immigrants yeah. who come there to commit crimes – you know, you could rob someone in, in Italy and, and get, you know, a, a, t- a ticket for $100. Fine. Sounds like New York. And they've, they've had it. Sounds yeah, like New well, York. I mean, it's yeah, the same thing. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. why we need somebody like Zeldin. We need Trump to take over the country again. These people are too weak. And, you know, you mentioned she's the closest, the furthest to the right since Mussolini. And, of course, the, the world, which has gone completely woke, these crazy people, they're actually comparing her, Takapina, this no. morning to Mussolini. That's so ridiculous. I mean, that was a dictator. That's a different story, a completely different. Story. That was a dictator who had unchecked, unfettered power. If she does something so wrong, she'll be out of government in, in, in a bat of an eye. I mean, as a matter of fact, someone, some clown in her party at one point, you know, being this ultra conservative party, made some comment that was a faint praise to Hitler. And she booted him from the party. Nice. I mean, she booted him from the party. So she's not someone who's. You know, when we think of fascism, it's about the conservative values. It's not about being a dictator and and going to war and and, and putting people in dungeons if they don't agree with your politics. That's not that's not this. This is just a very ultra conservative. And I know, again, the mayor of Ferrara, Alan Fabri, has done something that I've never seen a mayor do in years. He's so far to the right in a city that normally is so far to the left. That city you could eat off the floor in Ferrara. Hmm. You could, you could. I mean, it's the safest city in the country, and it's because of a mayor who yep, implemented yep. these these sort of ideals. That's the city that uh, the soccer team that you own plays their home games, right? Correct. Correct. And Ferrara and Spal, yeah. Joseph Tacopina with us uh, this morning, the great defense attorney, back in New York after a long stay in um, in Italy. I, I feel like uh, you know, COVID, of course, Italy took a severe beating. Like it kind of went from China. To Italy, Europe, and then it came here, obviously. And I remember talking to some guy, Joe, I swear to God, I, I think it was Arthur's friend, and he called from Italy one day, may have been Rome, I forget, and he was looking outside his terrace, and he was looking at a dead person on the street 
from COVID in Italy. And I was wondering if Italy ever really recovered from COVID. They really took a beating. That country, as you know, you were there. They never really got over that, did they? No, I mean, yes and no. I mean, it's, it's, it's practically back to normal now. I mean, it's just it's the same as here. But understand this. The, the population in Italy, there's a large population of very old people. And those were the ones who suffered. Those were the ones where they had the most losses. So it wasn't like, you know, you had teenagers right. being struck and dying. Same thing who here. Who were, right. you know, same thing here, exactly, who had already sort of pre-existing conditions that would make COVID uh, a killer. Gotcha. Um, so that's really what happened. Okay. It was, it was enormous. It was enormous at the impact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the defense attorney, Joe Takapina. So, Joe, you uh, you had a call, call me this morning. What now do you come into studio? You and I see each other. We kiss. We're hug. We're friends for 42 <laughs> years. But you couldn't make it today because you're about to fly to Los Angeles for a major case with very, very high-profile people. Tell the listeners, I mean, you've had some huge high-profile pro, high profile clients over the years. Everybody from uh, DiCaprio to, um, I, I don't even know, Foxy Brown, Alex Rodriguez, all these famous people. Meek this Mill, one, right, Meat Mill. This is another one now, right? Yeah, this is uh, this is ASAP Rocky. I mean, this is uh, Rihanna's husband, and, and, and she and Rocky are under some serious um, – Allegations. Rocky has been accused of, of of assaulting someone with a gun. A, a former friend of his, who was, you know, someone who clearly became jealous of Rocky, and, and he's accused of assaulting him with a gun. Um, I will tell you this: if they don't dismiss this case, we will be going to trial in this case because he's not guilty. It's a clear extortion play. I have proof that it was an extortion before the charges were brought. He was asking for millions and millions of dollars. Um, we have this this memorialized lock solid, and it's it's a shame that they brought this case because this guy Rocky. I'm telling you, he is different. He is he is an, intel, an intellectual for real. Yeah, uh, he's a Dior model. He's a Gucci model. He's he's someone who actually really um, he, he doesn't pretend to be a gangster. As a matter of fact, he's like I'm not a gangster rapper. I'm not a gangster at all. I'm a businessman. Right. And and you know he's someone who really it, it, it embraces what you want out of an entertainer. Um, you know he's done very well. Obviously, just had a baby with Rihanna. Um, this guy is a terrific guy, and the charges are stand because he's facing some substantial time. Um, so it's it's going to be a collision course, I think, to the end here, and, and we'll see. But I'm I'm certain we're going to win this case. I mean, I'm, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> remind me in a year when the trial's over or whenever it is. Well, if Joe Tacopina um, is confident win. he's going to win, folks, trust me, I know from experience he's going to win, and it should be a celebratory day in the Aesop Rocky household because his wife Brianna. Just named yesterday is going to be the entertainment halftime at the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was a big, big move. I mean, but it doesn't surprise me. She is, she is, I mean, she's the queen, right? I mean, really, when you think about her accomplishments, not only in the music industry, in the business industry, I mean, she's a more than a billionaire. I mean, just, just Jeez. let that, let that sink around <laughs> for a little bit. More than a billionaire. She started out singing songs. Um, you know, so it's it's what she's done is incredible. But yeah, she's a she's a star at a different level for sure. Yep. Well, the uh, the bad news for you is that she will not be singing at halftime <laughs> to your Raiders. Go. There's only one team in the NFL that has yet to win a game yet, and that yeah. is your Las Vegas Raiders. How do you feel about that? <laughs> so I took my three boys. I took Chris, Matt, and Joe. Listen, I apologize to them all for making them Raider fans from birth. And, and it was something that I really, I really, really did them wrong. You know, I thought I was trying to be a good parent all my life, and I've tried to teach them values, and then they became Raider fans because of me. And 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 they they suffering so badly. I mean, I thought this was the year we got Devontae Adams, you know, cars coming into his own. Yep. We we have Max Crosby on defense. That we can't get out of our own way. I mean, Josh McDaniel. I mean, the, yeah. the reason he couldn't stick out as a head coach anywhere else, right? 
and true. They, yeah, we recycle them. We yep. recycle them. It's true. And, you know, on 3rd and 18, we're doing a screen pass. I know. I can't take it anymore. It's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to be a Raider. And they score a really touchdown, is. the end of regulation yesterday, and all they got to do is hit the two-point conversion to tie it, and they couldn't get it, and they lose know, to that, a that, winless that, Titan team, 24-22. Terrible. Hail Mary two-point conversion. <laughs> Well, that's a, I know, that was rough. I thought about you right away. Hey, talk to me about uh, Letitia James. I just hung up with Rudy Giuliani. I, I have not talked to one person yet. Now, I don't talk to Democrats. I get it. But I have not talked to one person yet that thinks what Letitia James did was okay. Some say she should be kicked out. Dereliction of duty. This is such a ridiculous lawsuit in an effort to put something on Trump. She couldn't even file him criminally. She had to go civil because there's nothing there. What are your thoughts on Letitia James' lawsuit, Donald Trump? Think about what you just said. She has the ability to charge people with crimes. Um, and she's done it. She's shown the willingness to do it. She was part of the uh, the, the prosecution team that charged his accountant, right, a bookkeeper. Um, but yet, after all the talk and after all the grandstanding, the entire investigation after years leads to a civil case, not even a civil tax fraud case, but a civil case based on purely on valuation. And think about that. That's what this case is about. It's, it's about he, did he overvalue his assets to secure a bank loan during a 10-year span? No, no, no. Let me stop you for a second. So, so if yeah. anybody should be upset with Donald Trump, if that's true and he overvalued his assets, if anybody should be upset, it should be the banks. Right, right. Who, by the way, do their own due diligence on a property. Like, so look, if he says my apartment's worth $300 million, which I think he did, uh, which would be, you know, obviously three times more than the largest sales at that time. Um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's wanted to be a little braggadocio and maybe overvalued. But, but the, the, maybe the bank should have been like, wait a minute, $300 million, they, no, no apartment sold for over $100 million. What right. are you talking about? But they, they wanted to give him the money. Of course they want to give him the money. So, you know, look, this, the thing about these cases Valuation case. This is a valuation case, a civil case, meaning did he overvalue his assets to secure loans? Valuation cases are inherently a matter of opinion, and they they really can be tough for prosecutors to make. So, you know, if this is all they have at the end of this big grandstand, don't forget, she she basically promised when running for office to go after Trump, okay, and has been grandstanding during this entire investigation. She promised before she knew a fact that she was going to go after Trump, which shows you a bias that is beyond pale. It's something that I've never seen before. And and, and so for that alone, she should be removed. Um, but, you know, she's going after him with the civil case, and, and we'll see. Look, I think this is the least of Donald Trump's problems. I mean, I think there's other issues that he's more concerned well, well, about. Well, let, let's go right the there. Let's go right there. This guy has to wake up every morning. He's got Letitia James after him. He's got, yeah. uh, you know, he's got uh, Merrick Garland after him. That January 6th nonsense. There are a lot of people that still think he'll be indicted, not for not the Mar-a-Lago raid, either. but January 6th. What do you think? Now, January so look, he's got, what, he's got this Letitia James thing. Okay, this is the... This is like the, you know, the, the A-ball. This is like the minor, minor leagues. <laughs> He's got January 6th. Again, there's there's no way you can take his words to mean he wanted violence at the Capitol, okay, in my opinion. And I know that case very well. You know, I've been before Congress on that. So that's two. Then you have the other two, which are a little more troubling, the Georgia investigation and the, the classified documents investigation. Those are going to be a little more troubling. And, again, I'm not taking an opinion one way or another, but I'm telling you those cases have much more teeth. I think they're more serious than this ridiculous civil suit about overvaluations. And how is three kids are involved in that case? I have no idea. Yeah, that's gross. That, yeah, that, that was gross. It's, it's, yeah. it's just like ridiculous. Just, yeah. just, just, just inflict pain. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you make a big promise you're going to go after Trump. You charge him with a criminal case. Let's see how you have it. 
you know, because there's a different standard of proof in a criminal case. Obviously, it's the highest standard of proof allowable by law, as opposed to a civil case, which is a preponderance standard, the lowest standard. So it's 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 that it's, it's, she's she's so cowardly. It's not even funny. And and what she's done to me is is despicable, honestly. But again, he's got you know, when we're talking about you know political runs in 2024. I think these legal problems, this 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 sort of collage of legal problems, will dog any political run. Um, you know, and and I think. It could be it could be problematic. I mean, really, unfortunately, you do. You think it could be problematic? Okay. Last one, this uh, migrant issue, where um, well, for example, Ron DeSantis down in Florida, he shipped <laughs> some of those migrants to Martha's Vineyard. I called him heroic on Fox News. I thought it was brilliant, I, and I still feel that way. And I love what Abbott is doing to Adams here in New York too. And I'm a New Yorker, but Gavin Newsom seems to think it's criminal. He seems to think that Ron DeSantis has broken a law. I don't know what law that is. What, what law? Well, I was just going to ask you. What, what, what law would that be? I don't know. You tell me. It, it, it's odd to do this kind of stuff, right? Um, but you know, Texas governor did it too, right? It's it's if we, as a country, as a country, decide we want to let illegal immigrants in. Okay, now well, this country is based on immigrants. We're we're founded on Im- immigrants, but we're talking about illegal immigrants, not the ones who did it the right way, went through Ellis Island, like my 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 relatives, like your relatives, you know, did it the right way. No, this is people who are coming here illegally. And and just to say, okay, fine, you're here illegally, you can vote, you can drive a car, you can have all the benefits, you know, healthcare benefits as everyone else. Where does that money come from? It comes from the, the American people who are in need. I mean, this country has a massive poverty issue still from Americans. And so to, to, to take the position that illegal immigrants shouldn't be coming into this country is, I would just think, law-abiding, right? It's following the law. That's the law. Right. If, if, if these politicians are actually saying – Ignore the law and let illegal immigrants come here and feed them and, 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 and give them, you know, health care and welfare and everything else, then they're violating the law. So I don't know what Gavin Newsom is exactly <laughs> talking about, but what he did, you know, honestly, from maybe maybe it's not the right thing to do shipping people around like they're cattle, but but putting that aside. It, it is sort of funny. It is. <laughs> and, and by the way, he shipped them. Vineyard, right, in beautiful places in New York. Right, where, exactly. Where all these people who are very woke. And very in touch, like it's like the University of Michigan. You know what? I ship them to the University of Michigan, right there in Ann Arbor, in the middle of that that damn school. You know, with the university. Because I can't say Harvard, but putting him aside, the the rest of that school, because that is the most woke liberal school. I know. know, You you can't even argue. Believe me, I know. Should be allowed here. So you know, put him there. Put him in Ann Arbor, right in the University of Michigan, at the dorms. See how woke everyone is then. My sister Elizabeth went to that school. You know, to this day, I'm still very good friends with Glenn Rice, who won the championship there when he beat yeah. Seton Hall. Uh, to this 41. day. So, by the way, uh, on the way out here, Joseph, two weeks from today is Columbus Day. I have been bestowed the honor once again by Angelo Vivolo to drive in a convertible Cadillac now two years in a row down the parade route, end up on Channel 7 with Joe Piscopo. You, and I'm Jewish, I'm Jewish, you are a real Italian-American. You spent time in Italy. You've been knighted as Sir Joseph Tacopina in the great country of Italy. Why aren't you the Grand Marshal in two weeks? Um, because I have a, a important game against Genoa in, uh, in, in Italy, so that's why I'm not. Really You're not even coming. But, You're not even coming. I'm not, no, oh, I'm not God, even, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to even be in the country. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> so, got a big game. Hey, do they celebrate Columbus Day in Italy? No, right? No, Columbus discovered America. <laughs> <laughs> but he was Italian. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, not so much. Okay. I hear you. A little bit Spanish, too, but okay. All right, bye, bye. <laughs> hey, man, it's great to catch up. So you're leaving again in two weeks. That's it? 
That's it. I'm here. I'm going to L.A. this week. Don't worry. I bounce it all. You know that. Thank right. God the world of Zoom has made my life a little easier. I'm right. sleep at all. But, you know, right. but I want to see you, so I want you to come into the studio one day and hang out with me. So. I get back from L.A. Absolutely. All right. Next all right. Week. You were great today. Right, good luck with ASAP Rocky and Rihanna and all those good things you're doing. You're a genius. You're beautiful. I love you. We'll talk again very soon. Thank you, Joseph. All right, brother. You got it. The great Joseph Tacopina, big-time defense attorney, friends with Joseph now for 42 years. 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. That completes our run of four great guests today. Janice Dean, Peter King, Rudy Giuliani, and Joe Tacopina. Still to come. We're going to play Beat Sid, your chance at cash and prizes. Thanks to Pete Morgan and Peerless Boilers. If I can take a contestant right now, 1-800-848-9222. We'll be back on the number one rated talk show in New York City, Bernie and Sid, right after this.